This is Vanessa and Vanessa and this is Shit on the Table. We are a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers. We talk about the everyday life of grooming, hot topics, and tell your stories. All right. So it's been a hot minute since an episode came out. And of course, life has been so fucking hectic. So hectic in between then and now. Oh, yeah. It's been... There's been so much on my end and also on your end. Yep. It's crazy how, like... How... Like, just how crazy. It's been crazy. So, I guess I'll go first. Um, So, let's see. Let me just, like, touch on my house really quick. Yeah, because it's, like... It's a hot mess. It's so much. We're going to be, like, relocated, most likely. Um, we're just waiting, like, for our approvals. So, our bathroom started leaking from the toilet. And so, the ring or flange or something that your toilet sits on, mm-hmm. on the floor, needed to be replaced. So, we had, like, literal water coming up from the flooring. And we have four sets of flooring underneath really yeah so we have three that are like three and then the flooring on top and the one that's all the way on the bottom original to the house has asbestos and then our walling has asbestos so they had to like tent off our bathroom until the asbestos and um and do like a certain protocol they can't just come in and like pull up flooring right yeah they have to do it a specific way and block it off because now it's a hazard right yeah because now it's hazard and so because asbestos apparently like will just sit in your lungs forever it, does. it mm-hmm. doesn't go away and so like the more asbestos build up in your lung you just like can't breathe anymore and probably just die and get cancer so mm-hmm. Um, it has to be done like a very specific way and so now our bathroom has a working toilet but no flooring and baseboards it's just literal cement foundation yeah and so they they were that black stuff is that just dirt or old stuff or is that like old mold no it's not mold it's um it's just old just old debris yeah glue you know from Mm -hmm. flooring and it's just probably dirt and shit like that but it's not mold they would have said something if we had mold um so then like probably five six weeks into this process we find which our bathroom was still not done because like we're working with insurance so it's a very step by step by step by step process yeah and so it's long and it's long and grueling um and then so then we find that our flooring in our kitchen is starting to come up and like you can see it yeah right. no, well you can feel it when you walk over here yeah. in your living room too it's crickety and it's just starting to warp but there's no water coming up the flooring like it was in the bathroom and so we put in another claim with our insurance so this is two deposits by now and so, of money that we don't really have, but you have to pay it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so they come and they do, like, this testing with this, um, like, this machine. And, like, where you have to get, like, on your hands and knees. And it's a, con- it, it's a conductor type thing. And uh-huh. it, 
checks for moisture. So, just like our floor um, in our li like living room, like where we watch TV, and in our kitchen, because they're kind of connected, um, where it's just like reading high of moisture in the flooring. And then our ceiling in our kitchen was reading very high of moisture. But he's like, there's really no like actual physical signs of moisture. He's like, but there's no other reason why this would be going off, even though our ceiling looks fine. And so I was like joking around. I was like, it's the asbestos and lead holding it together. <laughs> <laughs> kind of true. Kind of right? true. <laughs> right? And so he thought that was funny. But anyways... So, yeah, so our ceiling has a shit ton of moisture, our flooring has a shit ton of moisture, but they can't do anything until demolition day because they can't just break open our walls because of the asbestos. They can't just peel up the flooring because of the asbestos. So they have to wait until all the flooring is up, all the walling that they want down is done, and then once all the asbestos is cleared, so they bring in like this ozone machine to like suck up the asbestos and like do something to it and then like it spits it back out into like clean air so it like kills it or something so like literally everything instead of like a team just going in all at once it has to be piece by piece yes because of the asbestos lovely yeah so extra process so it took several days for the asbestos to be removed from our bathroom and we're talking about a thousand square feet down here so how long is it going to take for the asbestos to be cleared so our whole i was going to move my glasses as if i have them yeah but i do not have glasses on um so how, like they have to tent off the whole downstairs so that the asbestos doesn't go upstairs so that means we can't live here <laughs> yep <laughs> so we have to be uprooted and so everybody that came here to do like the tests are recommending in their notes that they have to send to the insurance for approval is like we need like basically them to be removed and like to live somewhere else so that we can do these things and so we'll know all of this information like sometime this this current week that we're recording so it should be fun and we have no idea where we would be going and so I'm assuming it might have an HOA so that means my trailer cannot be there so like you'll have to like have Harvey drop you off Oh, I didn't even think of that. Or you would have to make sure you're no, taking no, no. both. I would both leave my truck, my trailer here, yeah. and I would take my truck because my truck is what I drive all day mm -hmm. with the kids because we have AC in the back with vents on the roof yeah. of the car, where our Rogue does not have AC vents in the back except for one on the back of the the dash not the dash what is that the glove compartment no. yeah the thing in the, the center middle. console the center console that's it and so like it doesn't it's too damn hot for the kids it's too hot for the kids yeah. yes so i've been driving my work vehicle and so the thing is comfy oh i love my sequoia i told harvey when we get a new one we're gonna stay in the sequoia family they're expensive even used they're expensive unless yeah. you're buying like a very old one like ours 
Um, but anyways, so yeah, so I have to figure out now adding a possible extra hour in the morning and an extra hour at night and then getting in the habit of prepping my trailer the same day that I'm done with work because I usually prep on like Friday nights. Yeah. Oh yeah, fun thing. Um, I don't work on Wednesdays anymore. I work on Saturdays now all day. And I don't necessarily like it, but... I don't like it. I don't like working on Saturdays. I don't work on Saturdays. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I mean, I can still go out on Saturday nights. I just can't do, like, anything during the day. I'll just Well, I can go out Saturday nights, too. I made it so... But I work on Sunday, but I work at 10. Yeah. So, but... So, yeah. So, we're going to be uprooted and I'm predicting this will take a couple months because they have to completely take out half of my kitchen so my friend who actually lives not too far from you Mm -hmm. she lives on this side of town um she was out of her house for nine months I believe it and it was because they had a leak in the kitchen and they had to they didn't realize how bad the leak was so they Mm -hmm. had to redo all of and it's a one-story home but they had to redo the whole kitchen yeah um they had to do all new cabinetry right yeah um they had to do she's I guess she got rid of her dishwasher because they don't use the dishwasher And they're like, I use mine every night. Huh? I use mine every night. I couldn't oh, yeah, imagine. Of course. And so she doesn't use a dishwasher, so she, she just got rid of the dishwasher and added more storage. Yeah. And they had to do all of the flooring on the bottom, or it's one story, so all of the flooring in the kitchen, everything in the living room, and because all of the flooring is connected to the bedrooms, uh-huh. Ooh. they had to do every single bedroom, and they had to redo all of the bathroom. Because wow. it's a one, it's a one, yeah. only one bathroom. As long as the flooring is continuous, yep. Then you, they have to. It's like, so like for the bathroom, that's not considered continuous. If we were just strictly doing the bathroom, and none of this, because the door is considered a stop. Yeah. So then the bathroom would have been the only thing that got new flooring, but since our downstairs is continuous. And then our kids' room kind of isn't, but they're going to try and put that in their report and try and get me new flooring under the insurance. would be great if they did that because we would just have to pay for that out of pocket. I'm not going to have two different floorings. But anyways, um, so yeah, we'll get all new flooring down here. But as long as the flooring is continuous, they'll give you all new flooring. Yeah, they had to, and she got tile. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter the flooring. All you have to do is just pay the difference. Because what they'll do is they'll appraise your floor and give you what is it's worth as a... Um, they'll just give you what it's worth. Yeah. And then you take that money and you either get something comparative or you pay the difference on the, a more expensive flooring. Yeah, they had some nasty, like, 1950s carpet. Oh. And it was, like, red, but you couldn't tell it was red anymore. Oh. It was gross. That sounds terrible. And they wear shoes in the house? Oh, no. I'm so excited to have new flooring down here that's never had shoes on it. So excited. I know that's really weird. So then, anyway, so then more tragic shit started happening. Um, my generator AC and, like, everything wasn't really working properly in my trailer. And so we were trying to figure out 
what's going on like do I need a new generator and so then I was kind of thinking about it and I was like well someone had to someone did say you have to change your spark plugs on your generator because it's an engine Mm -hmm. and so I was like let's try that first it's a cheaper fix we'll just fucking figure it out and let me just say changing your spark plugs are so easy it's not that hard on a generator so you have been DIYing it all year yes yeah, you, I, we fucking have to. We're literally like living. I don't know how we're surviving financially. It's rough, but so we did it, and now my ACs work perfect. My blow dryers, like my handheld blow dryer, works great. Like I was having issues with that. That I even melted one. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't the generator wasn't able to power it properly. Yeah. So then the blow dryer wasn't heating properly. And yeah. So it would overheat and then underheat and overheat kept going up and down, up and down. All my because of my spark plug. And then it got the spark plug was getting so bad that I couldn't run the ACs with my blow dryer. And so then the 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 AC would like kind of stop running. And, like, so I'm just pumping hot fucking air into a cube. And it was, like, working for that one mobile company that I was working with. And I was like, we need to figure this the fuck out because I'm sweating balls. And it's not even hitting hundreds yet. And so we figured it out. We changed it. Everything works great. And, like, it's great. So then recently, like, as of today recently... Um, we changed out our radiator on my work truck. <laughs> There's like a fabulous YouTube video we found that's literally step by step on how to change yeah. the radiator for our truck. And so we did that. We saved like $700 because $1,000 is the new hundred. I swear. Everything is like $1,000. $1,000. Yeah, they just... $1,000. That's just it. It's just $1,000. Yeah, it's so arbitrary. $1,000. Thousand, our deductibles, $1,000. And it's like, if we have another $1,000 that you need from us, we are not going to have anymore because we technically don't even have this $1,000. <laughs> what? And it's so true what they say that it's very expensive to be poor. It is. It's awful. It's fucking terrible yeah once you hit like a level of debt from just trying to live i'm not talking about trying to live a luxurious lifestyle because you do hear of those people that max out their credit cards to portray a certain style of life and we're literally not doing that we're doing it because we needed groceries that day you know what i mean yep it's not like we're using this because I wanted a Prada bag and like we can't afford it mm-hmm. so you charge it no we need to eat that day and we just didn't have the money in our account but we'll have it next week so like it just fucking sucks so Harvey got like a lump sum because he left his job to get a new job and so he got his vacation paid out. I remember when he said that and he was so excited. Yeah. And then all this happened like within a week of... And it's gone. <laughs> he, we was, were... he was like, yes. Didn't you guys say like something about a vacation maybe? No, no. We weren't going to use it for a vacation. We weren't going to use it to pay off debt even though that we needed to. 
because there are things around the house that we needed to get done. Yeah. And the dogs needed their teeth done, mm -hmm. which I don't even want to fucking tell you how much that was. Thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Because <laughs> Raisin needed eight teeth pulled because last year the vet didn't want to put him down because she thought he had a heart murmur and that he was going to die. And it was like so dramatic. And so then we saw a different vet this time for the dental. And we're like, let's just see what happens. But he has literal teeth coming out and we couldn't afford to do the EKG last year. And so we were just going to be like, I don't know is there something you can do because we cannot do both we can do one or the other and we feel that the teeth are more important because they're falling out of his fucking head but anyways so he's like yeah he has a heart murmur so what uh, like we'll do the dental he'll be fine and so we did it <laughs> shucky darns <laughs> right and he was fine um so what's he talking about thousand dollar dental yeah thousand dollar dental and like so our money is just like gone and it's so depressing because we want to get a fan put in the kids room to help circulate the air you need that desperately yeah it, we, we can't we don't yeah. have money now we were gonna put a fan and lighting in this downstairs room but now we can't because it's best um i think doing like small projects it's okay because you're not fucking with it like too much but we can't. We can't do anything now that we wanted to because it's all gone. Because of the flooring, because of the truck, because of all the things. But change your spark plugs. Get your cars checked. <laughs> yeah. So I went in for an oil change for the work truck. And then he's like, oh, your radiator's cracked. And it'll be this much. And it was like a little over a thousand. And I was like what are we gonna fucking do like we can't afford that yeah and so then i was like let's just do it ourselves like no you called it. me and you were complaining about it and i said do it yourself oh, because yeah. i told you how me and my boyfriend when i was a teenager tried doing it on his toyota truck we it's fucking cracked that because we didn't have youtube at the time <laughs> yeah no it really wasn't that hard no it was super easy mm -mm. it was it's literally just like a couple bolts and some tubing so, since I've moved to Saturdays, I deal with one HOA. I hate HOAs. And it's like one of those like million dollar communities like for the billionaires and the millionaires live. So their community is guard gated and they're usually like a pain in the ass. Yeah. And so since I was moving to Saturdays, I know some communities that have like a very strict no vendors on the weekend. Oh, dang. Yeah. So there's a spot where I can park like outside of their community and do the dogs. But I hate being an inconvenience because I'm mobile. I'm supposed to be so convenient that you don't even need to be home. Yeah. And you come home to perfectly groomed dogs, right? And so I'm just like pissed off because I asked them like, hey, can I come in on Saturdays? And they're like, no, no vendors. And then on the day that I'm there grooming her dogs, she goes nuts. And they're like, yeah, dog groomers are allowed. The fuck? Like... I wouldn't be here right now if I was allowed to be in there, but y'all told me different. And so now I'm allowed in there. So I go there every Saturday inside the community. And they don't even give me like a sticker for my car or like one of those little note thingies that they're supposed to give you. Wild. So that was, that was, um, that was stupid. I hate. I hate gardening I hate HOAs. I do too. They're terrible. Um, but so like, 
I've never had this experience before. This was my very first one. Um, I've had almost a man walk around the corner butt naked in his house, but his wife caught him before he did that. So, like, I've been so close to, like, these experiences that, like, people have, like, sent in in their stories, right? Of, like, walking out in a towel or walking out with, you know, in their boxers or underwear and bra. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never, ever in, like, what, the 14, 15 years that I've been grooming have ever had this experience. And so... I go to my, she's the rich lady. She's got glass front doors, right? And so I'm done grooming and I'm bringing the last two dogs up. And so I'm ringing the doorbell. Her little Maltese is like yelling at me. And she comes running out, poor thing, in a towel. And it was like so, it was actually really awkward. (laughs) I was like, don't look with my peripherals (laughs) and then so she goes and I'm like you could have just waited like I could have just waited it's no big deal she's like no it's okay and I'm just like is that an invitation right what's happening (laughs) like is this like I don't know is this happening (laughs) but so then she goes and just like puts her robe on and it was just like I think it was awkward for her and it was awkward for me and I just like kind of got out of there so quick (laughs) but you make sexy situations really awkward sometimes especially if you don't have alcohol in your system I know right I think it was just because it was her Mm -hmm. and like I don't want to lose her specifically as a client yeah so like there was something to lose but if she was just like a regular client, I think I would have been a little bit more like, hey. <laughs> like, you know what buttons to press. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But that's pretty much been, like, what's going been going on with me. The kids are wilder than ever. They're super cute right now. They're, like, in a really cute they are in a phase. Cute phase. And I'm trying to get, like, all the pictures I can get because they're just so... So, like, when Harvey talks to Hazel, or mm-hmm. when you talk to Hazel, like, when you're really up close, you can't understand her. Like, Harvey's like, how did you hear that from her? But, like, when I sit far away, mm-hmm. it's just her voice sounds so clear. So, the words are not enunciated, but because I'm so far away, the sound, the way the sound travels, it makes it sound so perfect. So, like, when she's talking to Harvey, mm-hmm. and the words are so clear, I'm like, oh, my God, that's yeah. amazing. And he's like, I don't know... I can't understand any of her baby talk. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She said it so clear. What'd she say? I don't Um, know if I was paying attention or listening. She was saying, like, more, give me more. But she she said, give me more. Mm -hmm. Like, a full sentence. Mm -hmm. Dad. Um, She said, uh, like, something a little bit more complex the last time I was here, like, last week. She's putting sentences together. Like, very tiny sentences. Mm -hmm. But... Her speech is amazing. His athleticism is fucking nuts. Like, his speech is getting there. He's getting a lot better. But we go into the pool when we can almost every day. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, kind of swimming already. Yeah, I saw that. That was really cute. It's wild. Like, it's he's wanting to be underwater for as long as fucking possible. Yeah. And it's like, dude, that's how you die. So, like, we're (laughs) not doing that. Mm -hmm. But it's constant, like, back to back to back of him just launching off of the stairs. And I'm like, you need a break. 
like you just sit here for a second because you're gonna like drowned <laughs> but he yeah like they're both developing too fast yeah like just slow down just a little bit let mommy and daddy enjoy it you know what I mean yeah but um yeah so that's kind of what I've been doing so, so, what have you been up to? Uh, tragedy upon tragedy. So, basically, the last time we got together, I had really just started working more, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And we came to the conclusion, like, that groomer didn't work out. So, I have been just working. I've just been working four days a week, nonstop, and I've been fully booked for, for the schedule that I'm allowed. Yeah. Because it's the summertime with the kids. Well, since, <clears throat> I want to say, April, my stepdad uh, had been in the hospital. Yeah. Right? Um, so... He, I don't know if we if we covered this in one of the other podcasts, but in January first, so like the the winter holiday, um, New Year's, um, my stepdad was at Mayo Clinic in Arizona. Yeah, right, and he was getting like an experimental treatment, and it's not ex- it's not experimental in a sense that like it's just newer, but yeah. it is FDA approved. And it's like a like a stem uh, FRT cell like stem cell therapy uh-huh. for the cancer that he has. So my stepdad had two forms of cancer, and I one was like a like a lymphoma, and then another one was a bone cancer. And the bone cancer wasn't what it was killing him. It was the lymphoma that was killing him, or it was the bone cancer that was killing him, and the lymphoma wasn't killing. One of them was killing him, and one of them wasn't. Okay. Right? That's terrible. Exactly. <clears throat> so, he went to Mayo Clinic to get this experimental treatment. And there are side effects when you're doing these kind of treatments. Right? Yeah. And you but sign off. high-risk side effects. It wasn't. That's the thing, is that it's it's you have side effects with anything and the side effects are low enough for it to be fda approved so the threshold of side effects are not seen in as many cases but they are a possibility Mm -hmm. and just so happens that my stepdad was that exception so um with the stem cells or with this particular therapy, even though it is not specifically treating lungs, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) the, the side effect is lung failure. Well, in April, um, my stepdad got double pneumonia, right? Like, right before, literally right, but my stepdad is really awful with his, like, health and stuff like that. But, like, a day or two before he went to the, the hospital, he, like, I was I was going to go pick up my kids because they were staying over. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, can you pick me up a bottle of vodka? I just don't feel like driving right now. I'm not feeling good. And so I'm almost positive that it's, like, alcoholic-induced pneumonia because that's, that's what happens if you're, like, a hardcore alcoholic. It's really easy to get pneumonia. Hmm. Yeah, so 
And you can get pneumonia from anything, but he got double pneumonia. So he had viral and bacterial pneumonia. Dang, that's terrible. Yes. And what... Um, so then he spends a whole, like, 40 days in the hospital. And within those 40 days, he had actually gotten COVID, too. So he was being treated for pneumonia. His lungs were failing. And then he got COVID on top of that. And by the time he was negative for COVID, um, we, you know, got to see him and everything. The kids got to see him. But he was, you know, he had to be hooked up to a mask. And he had to have, like, this breathing mask on the whole time because they could not get his oxygen level stabilized. He had only one or two days where he was over 60%. And if you're under 60%, you're literally dead. Yeah. Like, you're dead. Like, you need to... Like, you would think numbers over 50 would be, like, living. But when it comes to oxygen levels or, like, breathing, Uh you need to have like 80 percent plus you know it's it's crazy you need to have oxygen so anyway he couldn't nothing was working and so they came to the conclusion that the 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 therapy was actually attacking um the cells in his lungs and it caused an immune response so his immune system was attacking the 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 car t cells that's what they're called the his immune system was actually attacking and rejecting the car t cells but they localized like you know in his lungs yeah so um that made obviously a lot if his immune system is focusing on one thing it's not focusing on the other so that's why he was so susceptible to pneumonia so then he got the double pneumonia right um and then he got the covids and then um it was his health just kept declining he had been in the hospital for 40 days and then uh, this was like two weeks ago two three three weeks ago mm-hmm. three weeks ago yeah. right yeah yeah it was about three three and a half weeks maybe i'd say more three weeks. it was right after father's day right yeah so about a month ago then yeah so about a month ago my brother calls me up and this is on a thursday or wednesday or thursday mm-hmm. and they're like you need to get to the hospital um or he just he just informed us that they're intubating him yeah and my stepdad did not want to be intubated but Being the, intubated is like last resort. It is last resort, and basically the doctor said that they can't get, they couldn't get his levels up. They wanted to be able to do a biopsy on his lungs to see what the next route would be, but they were not able because he could not get his oxygen level up and stabilized for them to actually do a biopsy. Yeah. My mother had a biopsy on her lungs, and one of one side of her lungs collapsed a couple years ago. Yeah. So like it's it's kind of concerning. Like you don't want to do that, right? Yeah, you don't want to fuck with your lungs. Yeah. So, um, so he said that they're intubating him. And I'm like, what? He did not want to be intubated. No, it's not a fun experience. But my mother and my brother intubated him um, against his request. However, he was not coherent. Like, he wasn't getting... He wasn't... I thought if you were still, like functional to a degree like he wasn't functioning i'm talking about mentally i'm not talking about physically 
Yes, mentally, yes. Like, so he why could, would they? He could talk. He, could, he had lost his hearing. He, so, he so like had, deaf people. Can't. He could not move his body, and he was losing his the the ability to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So, but the, how does that make you? It means that you can like. It was it was an emergency situation that he was either going to basically die where he's at right mm-hmm. now or they're going to intubate him and hope for the best under mm-hmm. sedation because he was like his body was like not relaxed it was just yeah. not it was every every night at 3 a.m he would rip off his oxygen mask and pass out and like almost die and he would do that unknowingly so like yeah. it, it was becoming kind of an issue mm-hmm. and so they he said he they, he had no more options though he could speak and say like yeah. i don't want this and i the doctors did it they yeah. put him under and then the thing was though is that he did not want to go so friday he gets intubated on Wednesday. Thursday, he's intubated. Um, and Thursday night, my brother calls me up and says they're going to take him off oxygen Friday. Well, they're the going to take him off. day? No, no, no. They, basically, Thursday, they, he said, it, he my, my brother called crying. He's like, it's done. He's done. The thing was, though, he wasn't done he was not done. Yeah. It's just that you're gonna die if you don't have working organs. Yeah. So, we basically stayed... His body was physically done, but mentally he was not done. Yeah. From 7 p.m. to, like, 4 a.m., 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. The next day, Friday, we watched my stepdad die. And it was horrific. Yeah. It was horrific. And I had to be there, though. Because no matter what, like, he was always there for all of us. So yeah. we were all there. But it was hard because I watched him, like, basically suffocate for 10 minutes. And I watched my mother and my sister not understanding what was going on with my stepdad. And so they're like, like claiming that it's a miracle that he's breathing no his body is doing its best to grasp for air it's a death rattle yeah he is suffocating and it's because his lungs do not work and once and it it gave them false sense of hope because once they took him off all the medication all of his vitals were really healthy and really good but then it wasn't. Yeah. So, once you take him off the oxygen, all those vitals crash. So, it was... He wasn't going to survive anyway. Yeah. But my mother is like... We're all fucked up in the head right now because, you know... He was something different and special in our lives. Mm-hmm. And then, um, it tore us up pretty... It, we're all fucked up from it right now. Um, but then so like i i took two days off of work basically like i didn't go in that friday and then i took sunday that sunday off so i did go back to work that monday and because i had to you know cancel appointments i had to place them elsewhere which is fine it's just i got busy 
Yeah. And then the holidays of 4th of July came around. And so far, I've had so many goddamn complaints. (laughs) So many goddamn complaints at work. And I had one that was really annoying and not my fault. (laughs) And one that was, like, justified. (laughs) So let me tell you the first one. So... There's this little, like, piranha dog, right? And she's, like, a Paul Maltese mix. Mm-hmm. And it, there were notes that she bites Have for everything. Have you groomed this dog before? I've never groomed this dog. But the other groomer had groom, groom her. And she has, like, a buttload of dogs. And she does most of the grooming at home. And she just comes to us when she needs us. Okay. And that's what the notes say. But there are also notes that she goes to daycare. She's a really fucking cute dog, too. Mm. Um, you know, Palm, Pomerini Maltese Poodle Mix. They're, like, all, oh, the, yeah. all the cute dogs mixed into one. But then, like... Fucking piranha. The, well, yeah, because you have the Palm and the Maltese. And they can be, like, so nasty. Like, so nasty if they're not you know trained right with grooming like starting young yeah they can be so nasty so i okay so like the lady was like full of excuses because there was a lot of notes on this dog and Uh i was like okay i'll do my best um the dog was matted and so i was like okay i will do what i can um there are notes and blah 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 blah. she's like yeah she's never grown out of her puppy phase she's only like a year maybe a year and a half yeah yeah, she is a puppy but that whole biting puppy phase usually ends pretty quickly unless you're encouraging it or not discouraging it at home right and Mm -hmm. so they're like we brush her every day we try to do the best we can the dog's fucking matted (laughs) so clearly not exactly what are you brushing her with the back of the brush exactly so like they're like she just she just bites the whole time so i it hurts yeah of course of course it does so like i literally like gave them we had like a huge text text exchange because the dog was so vicious and then i'm going back i wish i could find the text messages but i'm going back and forth back and forth so like everything i did with this dog i'm texting the lady saying like hey you know this is the issue that i'm having with your dog Uh and she was like you know i'm so embarrassed and i'm like it's okay it's okay so then i give her like a huge exchange through text message of what because it's really fucking busy i'm not gonna have time to like yeah, chit chat with her or and it's too loud i can't call her so i just texted like what she can do and it's the typical thing that a, a a groomer is going to tell you yeah you need to have your dog on a schedule if you can't brush at home you can outsource that to me and come in every couple of weeks in between a full-on groom um these are things you can do at home in the meantime blah yeah. blah 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 just like the normal shit and she's like yeah you know and I'm trying to joke and just trying to like your dog's a dick but be funny about it and I'm also trying to say like hey if you do not work on this I am not going to be able to do anything for you because yeah. I'm not going to deal with a fucking piranha yeah it's just so, going to get worse and then you're going to get booted exactly so I'm like telling her these are the things that you need to do and I'm trying to be polite and I'm trying to like encourage good behaviors mm-hmm. For, from an owner to, you know, as a groomer. Yeah. Anyway, so when she comes to pick up her dog, I give her her dog, and I'm like, okay, 
have a good day. We got everything Deuces. done. Yeah. I was I was like, you know, I come out like all peppy, like we got it done, like we got it done. Yeah. Like the groom, like we're yeah. excited. We got everything done because she couldn't get her feet or her nails done last time. Oh, okay. I got it all done. Yeah. Does it look perfect? Fuck no. No, but it's done. It's done. And yeah. so, like, I have to go get my other client because the, the piranha took a lot longer even if i dedicated a certain amount of time to her yeah she's a shithead it's still it still takes time yes anyway i guess she ended up complaining to the owner and it was on a friday so the owner was there during the the daytime Uh like the afternoon and so she was like talking with the owner for like a half hour and the owner was like a little confused and basically she was upset that i was shaming her what and embarrassing her because her dog's a dickhead and that she just gave you know she didn't talk with i i did not talk with her enough afterwards like the, i didn't give her enough fucking aftercare after our little exchange you know what i mean there wasn't enough aftercare for her liking and i had shamed her dog and so the owner was a little confused and she's like it is really busy today she had and your dog took a little bit longer yeah she has to start her other dog yeah like she I can't already texted you all this yeah Get she, over yourself. exactly <laughs> she can't she can't just like sit with you and exchange you know she yeah. gave you your dog and that's it she has to go get her other dog and go start her other dog so anyway the I, mean, owner- I guess the only thing you could have done has been like hey just do the things in our text messages and hopefully she's better next time have a great day but i had already done that I, either way it's it's over so then the owner ended up looking through the text message mm-hmm. and she was like are you fucking kidding me and so she ends up um messaging the woman as me and basically like any if there's anything else she's like uh sorry we were busy and you needed more care i will keep that in mind next time if you need anything else basically it was a little saucy it was a little bit saucy (laughs) that she she wrote back and i have like this whole exchange of like positive reinforcement and like your dog's a dick yeah like hey this is what you can do yeah so if i never see that woman again that's fine she probably won't she's probably embarrassed that her dog is naughty and like she that's her own problem and exactly that is her she's projecting that on me yeah i do not care that your dog like i do care that your dog is naughty but i don't care that you're embarrassed it doesn't make a difference to me it doesn't like yeah. What do you want me to do? Figure I cannot. I can't save your dog from not embarrassing you. You yeah. can just not be embarrassed and work on it. She needs to learn how to regulate her emotions. <laughs> you know exactly. Like I just, I she was just projecting something on me. Like yeah. I'm like I'm not trying to shame you. You are feeling shame yourself. Yeah. Your dog's a dick. It is what it is. Reality, and of course. It, it was just she was just like that typical she's a Karen white, oh my god she's just Karen oh my god you look at her and you know she like makes hot dogs on the grill like every day <laughs> gross so what was your second complaint okay so the second complaint was kind of valid so there is this doodle right 
and the doodle everything's coming in fucking matted this doodle is matted right but i thought this doodle was another doodle because they looked exactly the same they looked exactly the same so i'm thinking to blend together oh they all are so i'm thinking this doodle is this doodle that i've always fought with and this doodle is super sweet super super sweet but like physically does the worst things ever so like if you pick up a foot it like throws its body weight slowly oh my God. it like sits down if you're doing its legs it like pulls away it doesn't like the blow dryer so it like turns its body around yeah. the blow dryer but it, it's it's not a biter he's not a biter he he's gives just you, like he gives you kisses he gets excited so he jumps up on you so like if you touch him a certain way he jumps up thinking like i'm gonna give you a hug what the fuck dude so he's just like a... He's a pup. I think... I was thinking that this is a four-year-old doodle that I've done before. And so I'm like, why are you such a pain in the ass? Is it because I haven't seen you in a year? So I'm thinking it's this other dog. But in reality, it's this dog named Riley who's only a year old. And he's like a wet noodle. He's a wet fucking noodle who's big. <laughs> he's a big dog. He's like 95 pounds. Oh, my God. 95-pound doodle, like, just throwing his weight on you. So, like, I was walking this dog up, super fucking sweet dog, and I'm, like, I didn't see anyone in the lobby. <laughs> I didn't see no one in the lobby. And so all of, like, the, the front desk girls mm-hmm. uh, or the front desk people were up there, and I'm, like, this is the sweetest dog. I fucking hate grooming him. And I'm, I'm like, this is the sweetest, most annoying. So you were in your grooming zone, like, I was in your not, area. I you was were the, in the lobby. I was in the lobby, like, out in the business, like, cussing this dog up. And I was, like, joking. I'm, like, he's the sweetest dog, but I fucking hate grooming him. And I'm, like, oh my cussing God. him out. And then I did not notice a little shadowy figure sitting down. <gasps> and he's, like, she's, like, oh, I'm the mom. <gasps> was he bad? And I'm, like, yeah, he was. Oh. And I'm trying to play it off. I'm, like, he was, like, the sweetest dog. But, like, he was one of the most difficult dogs I've ever groomed in my life. Oh, my God. You made it worse. And I'm, like, trying to play it off and be funny about it. And she's, like, yeah, he's kind of, like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm, like, yeah, he was just really mad. And so it was really difficult. And she's, like, yeah. <laughs> just piling it on. Uh, and it was, like, yeah, it was just difficult. So I'm just trying to explain, like, it was difficult. On top of this... I I didn't physically check him out. I did not check him out. Uh-huh. And the front well, somebody from the front desk checked him out. And so I preemptively put in like up the, the doodle price. Uh-huh. But all of the prices that is at the end, right? Um all the prices at the end from like the time that it takes. Uh-huh. So you don't you don't pay the price sometimes that's in there you pay the price that uh, of the labor so i put two hours down but the dog took me three and a half hours so i did not know she's like yeah i already paid and i'm like you paid for two hours we do 65 an hour and i'm like 
you already paid like there's a whole hour and a half on top of that yeah that i worked on this dog it was a huge doodle matted she kind of deserves a discount (laughs) exactly and so like so like i'd let it slide because i i don't know it would have been piling on extra well i don't take a hit for the discounts no no i know i know but if you were like oh and by the way exactly pay for another hour and a half (laughs) exactly so like i was just like oh you know if you keep up with this grooming he's not gonna take he's gonna take the two hours but like today it was three and a half hours and i'm letting her know she gets like almost like a 90 dollar discount yeah right they should really the the front desk should go and ask with you before people pay they usually do i do not know who checked out the dog if it was a new person or not and the dog was boarding so when they check out for boarding they just um, do all together it doesn't usually i think they went in and checked them out from grooming like i think they check them out from everything because a lot of times they'll check out from one thing it doesn't mean they'll check out from the other thing Mm -hmm. right um and so i had an issue with that for sure um and it wasn't an issue of like giving her the discount it was the issue of like okay my hours are calculated like my check is calculated based on time so like i emailed my boss and i was like okay f i was like heads up you might hear a complaint about me because i cussed out this dog in front of the owner (laughs) so like i had already like i wrote this email to my boss and then i said also the dog took three and a half hours not two and they were charged for two and so then she starts fucking fighting with me via email because we don't see each other everything is corresponding through email mm-hmm. uh, and she's like well you need to make sure that the right price is in before you bring the dog up and, you're and like, I, I was wasn't like done yet i wasn't even, I, exactly i was like i was not physically done with the dog they just checked him out they just checked him out exactly and she's like well you can't put the dog back in boarding or grooming or into daycare without putting the actual price in the dog had already been checked out yeah he was like still, i couldn't do that he was still on and there the, also the thing is, is that if the owner is out there one of the front desk people will come back to my salon yeah and be like hey the owner's waiting i did not get that I got nothing. So that's yeah. why I went out there, not knowing that the owner was out there waiting on me. Yeah. I got nothing. So, like, she's saying, like, all the things I need to do to prevent this problem from happening. And it happening, wasn't your fault. And I'm telling her, I did not check out that dog. Yeah. I did not. She's like, you need to make sure you're communicating on the main text line saying, like, it's taking you a little bit longer. Why? They could just Why do check. I need to do all these extra steps? To correspond with the front desk people, like, I don't need, I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. I am limited to what I can do, and, like, chatting with the front desk people on the main text line. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? I'm not doing that. It sounds... I'm not on my phone if I have a dog on on the the table. table. Yeah. So, you want me to stop what I'm doing with a difficult dog mm-hmm. oh and then she threw in you know like the whole passive aggressive like oh well you can just say no no i can't you can't stop in the middle of a groom if the dog is like the dog is not that bad but just like really annoying you gotta just 
bear with it and finish yeah. it. And she's like, well, she's, you didn't. You didn't have to groom that dog. Of course, I didn't have to groom that dog. I don't have to groom any fucking dog exactly. with any kind of temperament. But I did. I started yeah. it. I cannot just. You can't stop. What, she just. There's she doesn't no, understand because she's not a groomer. Exactly. She's not a groomer. Mm-hmm. She doesn't understand. Yeah. And so. Anyway, I warned her about what I did. And the fight continued, and then it ended, and then uh, on top of that, a week later, the lady ends up, like, calling her, sending a bunch of pictures of the dog, like, bleeding from its feet. A week later? A week later. Okay. And she's like, um, I think you cut the dog's nails too short, they're bleeding everywhere. A week later. A week later. Okay. So, I had not touched the dog's nails, I had cut two dew claws. That was the only thing that the dog had on him, because the nails were completely nubbins. Yeah. And he swims and runs on cool decking. Oh, yeah. So, I experience this every year. Exactly. With Cookie, because she goes in and grinds her nails on the pool decking, or in the pool, because they try and climb the walls, right, to get yeah, out. exactly. And she would bleed. So, my manager sends me, and this is like on my day off, and so I just checked my email for like anybody who I had to call the next day, like prep my mm-hmm. mind. And so she sends me like this long ass passive aggressive, like scathing email. I just got off the phone with this owner and they had some very disturbing things to say to you about you. And then they sent me all these pictures and they were just so upset that you were so unprofessional, blah, 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 blah. So she came at you on the side of the client and not coming at you with just, like, neutral questions airing on the side of you. Well, no, she, it was more or less like what, before, she's like, before I respond to the owner in a certain way, I just wanted to get your side of the story of everything. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was like, um... Jen, I was like, her complaints are valid because I was cussing out that dog. And I was like, no, it was her complaints are valid and her concern is valid because I was cussing out the dog and obviously that's not professional and I wasn't playing it off well and I also emailed you about this like I I I told you this might happen because I saw it coming because I was acting like a dick in front of the owner and she's like did you not see her in the lobby I'm like no obviously not (laughs) (laughs) and then I was like no the dog blew out its nails I never touched its nails that's her own problem yeah and so she was like oh snap i totally forgot that you had mentioned that before yeah and i'm like okay there you go so like there was like a really like concern tech uh, like email and then it was like oh yeah i forgot you said that and i'm like <sighs> yeah but yeah no i was i did cuss out that dog in front of the owner like really bad and i could not play it off well that's no matter terrible. how i tried that's terrible. And so, like, if somebody was complaining about my foul mouth yeah. and complaints, it was valid. <laughs> I think she should have just let it slide since she got a $90 discount. Right. But whatever. And then... And then just never come back. And just... Exactly. Don't come back. And yeah. your dog blew out its own nails. On its own. Yep. Yeah. Because a week later. <sighs> so, I think we should just save our topic for next week 
and just jump into the story. Okay. Since we're already at an hour. Well, we did have to update everybody. Oh, I know. Oh, and then my husband's grandma died. Oh, yeah. That's so tragic. And then what his family did, his parents did, was fucked up. Yesterday, they were on the call. Like, he called them yesterday. Uh-huh. Right? And he's on the phone with them, and he's just, like, checking in on his parents. Like, checking in on his dad. And his yeah. dad basically was, like, the funeral was this day and the whole family was there and they kept asking why you weren't there and Chris is like well you never told me anything yeah he's like well um where was my invitation you know they they were like okay uh, I think they because he was like you didn't tell me where it was going to be at or what time or what blah 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 Mm -hmm. you didn't give me enough information on it and I tried calling you for two days but mom said um, she had your phone, but mom didn't give me any information. Uh-huh. So, so his parents basically were like kind of playing it off and they're like, oh, well, we just told, you know, your family that you can afford, you know, Ness and the kids all, all to come to New York. And he's like, what are you talking about? It wouldn't have been Ness and the kids. Would just me and me. the kids. He's like, it would have just been me. They have no relationship with my grandma. And he's like, what are you talking about? It would have just been me. And I could have just flown out for like a day or two and come back. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, you know, it's all right. And then um, he's like, why didn't you just call and tell me where it was going to be at? And so his mom is in the fucking background. Is like, oh, you could have called. He spoke to her exactly exactly he she basically was like you could have asked about it no you could have told you called what the two days you You know and chris asked his dad do you need me there do you want me there Mm -hmm. and i asked chris i was like do you need to go out there he's like i don't know if i'm gonna go out there i don't know if i'm wanted or needed you know what I mean? He's yeah. like, it's my grandma. I loved her. I loved her so much. But, you know, she was 94. Yeah, she was. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's all right. But he called for two days. And he did. So. And he texted. But his, his mom had the phone and couldn't say nothing. So he was crying. And my husband doesn't cry for shit. He never cries. But he's been crying a lot this month because, you know, everybody that cared about him without any yeah attachments are dying so he's really sad and then his co-worker was murdered so jesus that's a lot so anyway <laughs> let's get into the story okay we have one from alexis Ooh, hey alexis. ladies so fan like that name reminds me because of the shit's creek alexis, alexis. i love that alexis. show no it's alexa right no, no it's, it's alexis, alexis. yeah, yeah. Alexis. Hey ladies, boy, do I have one for you. First off, my day turned out to be kind of wild in the first place. We'll start there. Like fun wild, spicy wild, like what kind of wild? Does it say? Not yet. Oh. I'm still reading. Um, I'm writing this in March of 2023. I started my own shop in a smaller town in January of 2023. Congratulations. Yeah. So most of my clients are still new clients that I haven't groomed before. Here's how 
here's how my schedule looked for the day and I will fill in the storyline along the way 8.30 a.m. 16 year old cocker hated oh being God. handled in any way <gasps> that's terrible oh that is the worst way to start your day the brand new clients of starting any business like the grooming businesses they're always the fucking worst clients <laughs> I very rare like I don't think I held on to any of the very first couple of week clients with my business because it always seems to be like the salon hoppers or the dogs that never get groomed the dogs that hate to get groomed like all the people that know that their dogs hate grooming or they're nasty for grooming or just like their coats nasty in general they all want to go to the brand new salon you know what I mean? Because they're no, getting it, kicked out. It was literally the opposite for me. Really? Yes. My first, like, monthers uh-huh. are still, like, my lifetimers. Really? Yes. Ugh. I yes. had, like, the worst of the worst clients. Even when I was just starting off grooming at PetSmart, my Ugh. first, like, couple, like, within my hundred dogs, I yeah. still groom some of them. I don't feel like it was that way for PetSmart because we were already established, but... No, like, it was my first new clients, but no, they happened to be new clients as well, because Elsa gave me new clients for my hundred dogs. Oh, she was being nice. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, just for like, yeah, it's always the worst. So go on. So then, okay, after the sixteen-year-old cocker, ten thirty a.m., fifteen-year-old poodle mix was actually okay for her age. I'm already screaming at myself. 12, 12 p.m. to 2. Uh, oh, 12. Two of my ex-best friend's dogs. <gasps> ex-best friend know? because she left me on the side of the road <gasps> drunk. But that's a story for another time. Oh, my God. Send that in. That's terrible. <laughs> but mind you, I haven't seen her or talked to her since she abandoned me. <gasps> Ho, ho, that's a weird conversation. Did she not know? Well, maybe not. Maybe she just got, like, names and maybe somebody got married or something. Yeah. And it's like, oh. No, but I'm talking about, like, the the client, the ex-best friend. Did she not know that? Well, no, it could have been a couple years. Yeah. You know? That's wild. I have an ex-best friend. I haven't talked to her in, like, three and a half years. Yeah, but you would know if she booked an appointment. No, I wouldn't. Why would I know? She has a very common name. I guess. If you're only keeping track of first names, yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Send in that story. I'm glad you're okay, though. Right? Who abandoned somebody? Especially, like... On the side of the road. Yeah. At night, I'm assuming. Yeah. In the dark. That's, like, murder. Um, 1 p.m., and this is in quotation marks, 40-pound rough collie. Client walks in with an 80-pound rough collie that's never been to a groomer before. No. Those are the worst dogs. No. And on top of it, uh, and to top it off, 2.30 p.m., I have a little poodle mix um, come in to finish my day. 
This story evolves around that particular last dog. My personal prices for full grooms start at $60. I quote all small dogs $60 to $70. This last dog of mine is big enough to be $70. But her hair type was so frail and wiry, I decided $65 is plenty fair. I called the owner to tell Stick them... Stick to your prices. <laughs> I called the owners to tell them she's almost ready and and gave them the price the woman on the other end of the phone sounded startled but didn't say anything so they walked in for pickup and i and i stated again uh that her total is 65 dollars. and the husband hands me his card i use square for uh from my phone to accept cards i swipe his card and hand him my phone which is asking the usual checkout question tip receipt yeah etc normal stuff exactly the man seems the man sees that it's not asking about a tip and starts shooing my phone away with his hand and says i'm not tipping you Okay. Why would you say that? Just because not he's an tip. Asshole. Like you can just you just hit no tip. You're already gonna be a dick. Yeah. Never Why come would back. you announce it? Never come back. Exactly. Like it's to me like tip or no tip. If it's a good dog, I don't care. I had clients that never tipped me, but it didn't bother me. But if you're gonna be like that, exactly. Then it then you it does bother me because. You're making the tip out to be more than what it needs to be. Exactly. You're you're being weird. Yeah, you are being weird. You're announcing your dickheadishness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you were disappointed in something, it would it should never be the price. Exactly. You have an idea of what prices are going to be like going mm-hmm. into something, especially when it's going to be labor. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be a thousand dollars. It's a thousand dollars. It's a thousand dollars. You going to do it yourself or are you going to have somebody else do it? Right. One day grooming is going to be a thousand dollars. There are some groomers out there that do a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, he goes, I'm not tipping you. She goes, that's okay. There's a no tip option. And he's like, I'm not going to click that. He goes, that's so pushy and uncultured. The what? fuck? You are really the American on- culture lives on the backs of tipping. That's so pushy and uncultured. What the fuck are you talking about? She said there's a no tip right? option. And that's your response? What do you want? He's disgusting. You, he, you announced that you're an asshole and you're continuously uh-huh. announcing yeah. that you're an asshole. He's probably just trying to get a rise. Of, like, things that she can't control. Okay, she goes, well, that's just the way the app is designed. I have nothing to do with it. Yeah. Hit no tip, asshole, and move along. He goes, oh, my God. He goes, well, it makes you feel like there's no option but to leave a tip. No, it doesn't. I've hit no tip before. It's not that big of a deal. I do it all the time when I have cash. Yeah. No tip. And I make sure I give the cash quick because I don't want to feel like a dick. I don't feel like a dip if I don't tip. So if it's in in an environment that is not a tipping like industry, I don't feel like shit for not tipping. Oh, yeah. I understand that one, too. But like, I'm not going to tip someone that literally just takes tongs right and picks something up and puts it in a bag and it's a literal two second thing i'm not gonna tip you for that yeah and now you're just paying their wages because the owner refuses to exactly it's like going to the froyo places i serve myself everything yeah i don't tip that is an hourly job your owner needs to pay for more exactly it's not labor no 
not tipping you. Um. Okay, so basically he goes, you know, it makes you feel like there's no option but to leave a tip. And she goes, there's definitely a no tip option. Right. And he goes, well, I'd rather tip Taco Bell. At least they don't shove that in your face for $65. You don't need a tip. Excuse me? That should be more than uh, enough covering everything. And now I'm usually a more than polite, sometimes over the top to any clients. As much as I wanted to go into detail about pricing, I didn't have the energy after a day like that. For sure. For the first time and ever. And you don't have to explain yourself. Exactly. For the first time ever, I responded with, okay, bye, and walked around the corner. I didn't give him the time of day to keep going. I didn't hear his wife whisper to me under her breath saying she looks great and responded with, thank you, have a beautiful day. Yeah. But man, did it feel good to to shut that negativity down. I took notes on their file and don't want to take them back in the future. Good for you. There you go. As you shouldn't have to deal with pieces of shit. Exactly. That's horrible. That was, like, unnecessary. That was him bragging about being a piece of shit. Like, yeah. Like, he likes it. He likes to be picked up with little poop baggies. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what he is. But... Alright, guys. This was, like, a catch-up episode, because I think we went a little long in between episodes, but... Hey. Um, so next time we'll actually have a topic. Yeah. Um, so we are out till next time. Send us your stories at www.shitonthetable.com. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Shit on the Table. Tell your friends to listen to us at Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play and Amazon. Um, do send in your stories because I think that was the last one. So if you want to hear another, feel free. All right. Deuces.